Okay, after a, a bloody weekend, <laughs> that uh, we are back for um, a sort of uh, review slash impressions yeah. of the Back for Blood beta uh, that bam out uh, last last weekend. Yeah, yeah, the, the, the open beta. It was super fucking fun. Welcome back to podcast for two people. It's uh, Brent and Tyler. Hi, Brent. Hi, Tyler. And in case none of what I just said made sense to you, uh, we played the Back for Blood open beta last weekend or whatever, and we had a good time with it. A pretty fucking good time. And, and we did a crossplay. We you did. on your PC. It was on my PS4. The way it should be. <laughs> yeah, honestly. And uh, I don't think that we It's had, like the Soviet no Union and the USA, yeah. like, shaking hands. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or, like, taking their giant penis ropes <laughs> and, like, using them like lassos and catching each other. Yeah. And then they they embrace with a hug. It, you know, it's like uh, like long sword users. Yeah. Uh, like shaking hands with fencing sword user. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> perfect. It's Dude, perfect. Class. It's it's the predator handshake. Oh yeah, the big muscly one. Yeah. Yeah, it's super good. That's what crossplay feels like. It really does. And at one point we we got to uh, we played with one friend uh, that I'm doing a project with while he was playing on Xbox. And then you were on PC, our friend Vic was on PC, mm-hmm. I was on PS4, uh, we had zero fucking issues as far as the crossplay part goes, uh, very few server issues, which was awesome for a fucking beta. There was like the occasional like ping issue, yeah. but that's... No that's, rubber banding. Yeah, that's online gaming, buddy. Yeah, no, like there was nothing like that. It was... Like some, so fucking crisp. Yeah, like sometimes you get kicked out of a game for seemingly no reason, but right. Again. Also quite rare. Yeah. And we we put hours into the beta. According too. to according to Steam, by the end of it, I had almost thirteen. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And that wasn't really enough time for me to actually like see everything. I didn't try the um, versus mode. Right. Neither did I. I did not touch that. But I was more interested in just the pve mm-hmm. uh because that's that's one of my favorite things is uh multiplayer co-op and this is something that you know um aaron and i were able to enjoy with her being a, a big time and long time fan of the left for dead series which we we'll were probably to... be talking about a lot i will oh yeah because I mean, it's it's probably only fair that they get compared yeah exactly uh and, so and vermintide as well i think that that's a good comparison so point too. back for blood left for dead it's same build. folks Pretty yeah, same studio. I'm not sure how much of the dev team is still. In From what that. I understand, a great portion. Yeah, a great portion of the same people, uh, as they have become completely separate from Valve, which is why this is not been, left for Dead Three. They've been separate since like 2010, 2011. Yeah. And it's just so fucking awesome to see them working on something that they did so goddamn well. Like they've got the they've got everything that they needed. You know, it's it's something that you you could try and emulate, but this is not an emulation. This is a translation of essentially. I mean, I wouldn't even call it a spiritual successor. This is a successor yeah. of Left 4 Dead. Is it better? That's an opinion, right? You know, as far as that goes. But this is what I would say is the new Left 4 Dead, straight up, like without yeah. cutting any hairs. Yeah, splitting hairs. Um, yeah, Cut it, all the hairs. It, it uh, definitely it's bound to fill that void. Or yeah. at least like it's a modern yeah. version. There's there's probably tons of people that are like, oh yeah, like you can't you can't say that Back for Blood is is better than Left for Dead Two or da 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 da. It's like it doesn't fucking matter. It's the new Left for Dead, and uh, something that I thought was really, uh, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> Something that I thought that was really fucking cool was where in Left 4 Dead, maybe, like, we'll just say two, right? Maybe you only play as Nick, right? And then you play with some uh, some randos online, someone else picks Nick, and you're like, ah, God, whatever, you uh-huh. know? And it doesn't really matter. Yeah. It's necessarily. just character skins. Yeah. But, like, in Back for Blood, there are eight characters, to choose from. Uh, in the beta, there were only five for us to choose from. Like five or six? There was, uh, there was, uh, 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 I can't, I can't remember the guy that I always got stuck playing though. Evangelo? Evangelo. Evangelo. Evangelo, Walker. Um, Holly. Holly. Mom. 
Mom and Hoffman. Hoffman, yep. So there there are three others we haven't been able to play with yet, but they're really cool because they start each of them start off with essentially a signature weapon. Like Mom is the Behringer, I believe it was. Uh, the Belgian. Belgian, mm-hmm. yes. The sawed-off uh, double-barrel like coach gun. So it fires off both uh, shotgun shots at the same time. Pretty good at clearing the hallway, whereas Holly starts off with a baseball bat wrapped with barbed wire and spiked nails. And we'll get into the melee. It's a big thing. Uh, but yeah, it's kind of cool. It, it becomes as much a part of the pl- uh the character as as much as the voice lines and their aesthetic and it already sounds like back for blood is going to have multiple skins for these characters yeah and, and they uh, do they do stand out in particular oh yeah compared to like left for dead's um not talking about like characterization but like each yes. character has their own like skill set sort of not like oh, yeah. skills but passive like stuff Oh, yeah. And, like, yeah, as you said, their own, like, starting weapons. Yes, and uh, there's a lot more uh, dialogue, in a good way, though. I would say that uh, the dialogue in this is is really cool. It really paints the characters. Uh, The the character designs are also really cool, and none of them really fall into a niche. Even though it does kind of feel like, uh, like Mom is the very specific nod back to Bill. Kinda, yeah. Yeah, she's she's a badass, and she's old, and respect your fucking elders. Uh, Hoffman is strange, and I think that he probably was a QAnon conspiracy yeah, theorist. Yeah, no, like, if you go to, like, the website and read his bio, it says he is a conspiracy theorist. Yeah, yeah, and he's, like, spouting like he was Like, he was, like, a prepper. Yeah, he definitely comes off that way, too, and his starting weapon is the M1911. Which is probably, like, my favorite starting weapon. <laughs> it's so powerful, it's so good. And uh, that's that's something that we'll also get into, is just how fucking good the weapon system is as far as firearms go. Uh, but just to kind of tee us off, Back for Blood is, in every sense, the successor for the, successor for the Left 4 Dead series. Uh, And by that, I mean you have a campaign with a lot of different levels, and depending on your uh, your difficulty setting, you can get through the whole campaign in what probably about two hours. The the first act was probably about hour hour and a half or so. Yeah, and I would like to say real quick, um, this is just my opinion, but uh, it I would say it is the success for the Left 4 Dead, but whether or not it's a worthy one will remain to be seen. Yes, this it is still too early. Yeah. And I'll, you take everything we're saying with like a grain of salt, of course. Yes. Well, I'm sure our opinions will probably change uh, when the full just, game comes out. Just like the gameplay, the gameplay yeah. is subject to change, and there are some things that we hope do change. I'm sure. Well, we'll get into that, but I guess I just wanted to say that real quick. Is just absolutely. I would say it's the successor, but yeah, whether or not it'll be a worthy one remains to be seen. Yes, and there is there is a uh, almost like champ style uh, <laughs> Left for Dead coming out I believe either late this year or next year as well where everyone actually has like each character has a very specific special supernatural ability yeah we should talk real quick about yeah, how there is a sort of like uh, renaissance of sorts of like the Left for Dead type uh, co-op game yeah which um, is one of my favorite mediums yeah, really. I, the fact that there haven't already been a shit ton of them, yeah, is, is really weird. Upsetting, honestly. You, who knows, like, how many times I've been like, "Oh my god, I don't want to just do something competitive," or like, you know, f- go into like an FPS game and and try and play deathmatch or something like that. I want to play something with my friends where we have the same objective and it's fun the entire time. Yeah. You know, and that's why we got so hard into Vermintide 2 when when they started to kind of roll out that last DLC, uh, like Winds of Magic or something like that, yeah. where the Beastmen came in. Uh, but I never really, I never stepped outside my character. But that was a completely different kind of setup where every character has, I believe, like three different kind of playable quote-unquote like archetypes. Class. They actually added one for Kruber and I think the dwarf guy. I can't remember his name, I'm sorry. Right. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, like the Renaissance of sorts. Like yeah. right, we've had Vermintide, Vermintide Two. Yep. Um, there's a there's a game uh, being this, I can't remember the studio's name, but the game's called like the Anacrusia. Okay. Um, with one of the head writers for Left 4 Dead, who had left Valve, uh, uh-huh. Chet Falizek, I believe his name is. Okay. He's heading up the development there. 
Um, there's uh, the developers of Vermintide, Fat Shark, are working on a 40k Warhammer-inspired series, Dark Tide. Oh, God, yeah, yeah. Here's hoping that which that's is, that's good. Which is like the moment I heard about a Warhammer, yeah, Left for Dead type game. I was thinking, like, I was like, man, they should do that for 40k, and then right. there we go. So now we're gonna probably have chainsaw swords and like fat machine guns, and uh, hopefully orcs that just believe their dumb guns actually work somehow, and therefore they do. Um, and there was actually a 40k there's um it's called space hulk okay yeah you play as a like terminator space marines and you have to like clear out like a derelict spaceship that makes sense so there's dark tide um yeah dark tide space hulk um vermin tide yeah there's a um arcane studios are making one. Oh yeah i can't remember what it's called right off the top of my head but <laughs> they're they're, they're also working on Deathloop, which is supposed to come out uh, later this year, mm-hmm. which will have a PvP uh, VE kind of element to it, where uh, someone can drop into your game as an assassin and uh, kill your ass. It does seem like a cool... like It, it seems like it's addressing the um, complaints I think a lot of people had with uh, Dishonored and Prey, where like you're sort of like, you don't get the good endings... If you yes. take the most cool and like destructive powers, yes, the whole time that you're playing something like whereas Deathloop seems like can okay, well, like how about you be the most <laughs> yeah yeah cool and destructive yeah, Dishonored immediately just starts telling you like no, don't do that, don't kill, you'll get high chaos, but then like all of your buttons and all of your weapons are like kill yeah like all, here's the all razor like wire buttons. trap that thing's fucking nuts yeah don't watch use a man it, turn into spaghetti yeah uh, um, it's just yeah yeah. Yeah, uh, it's getting back to Back for Blood um, in like Turtle Rock Studios. The yeah. last game was Evolve. Oof. Yeah, which didn't turn out so well for him. I think for a number of reasons. Yeah. I think that, I think it had the support that it needed, but it just yeah. didn't have the player base. Yeah, and the gameplay wasn't great. I don't know and if then, you got um, a chance to play it. I did not. Playing as one of the monsters seems cool. But in order to get to a point where you actually have a viable good time playing. It's, it's, I can't remember if it was four or five versus you. All of those people have guns and traps and throwables and you're a big, dumb, slow monster. All right. It fucking sucked to be a monster. It was not fun. It's, it's so difficult. Uh, so most of the time people pretty much just play until they're like, all right, yeah, this isn't fun unless I'm a hunter and then no one wants to play a monster. And as soon as you load in, it's like monster. You're like, all right, peace. Yeah. I'm going to go find another game. Yeah. It was a little too like niche for its own good. Yes. Cool idea. Just it execution wise. I don't, I don't know if you could do it. I don't know if people would want it, honestly. Yeah. But yeah, so they, it seems they like got there should have been evolve. like a good like AI. Oh yeah. Was there like was it entirely probably? Like, yeah. But I just I tried it uh, as part of Game Pass forever ago, and I was like, yeah, this is bad. Yeah. And there was like maybe six games. Every time I loaded in, it was at least three people. And I guess another thing. That was an online only game, so and that mm-hmm. the the servers for that got shut down like two or three years ago. Yep. So you can't even play the game now. Yeah. The it's game dead. it's a a literal dead game. The way of lawbreakers and anthem. Yeah. So it's like kind of alarming, I guess, but maybe it's also the cost of having like cross play. Yeah. Um plus it's Turtle Rock Studios developing it, but they're not publishing it. That's Warner Brothers, so that's probably a lot of the money and decisions are coming from Warner Brothers. Right. Um WB games, I should say. Uh, yeah, it's just uh, kind of, yeah, hopefully Back for Blood doesn't go down that same route. Oh, yeah, definitely hard agree. Could, hopefully they have a little bit more of the creative freedom. At least, like, hopefully, it's like, yeah, hey, servers are shutting down. So, mm-hmm. like, if it's all going to be direct connection or, like, bots only. Right. Which, not good. Not good. But... You know, at least it's not like, hey, this game you just you spent money on and have been putting time and yeah attention and love into. Yeah, you could resell player. it for a dollar. Yeah, or just your shit out of luck. Yeah. Like, it's just it's just space on your hard drive now. Yes, and literal carbon matter in your <laughs> cabinet. Yeah, 
fan fucking tastic. Yeah. yeah, that's what a what a terrible fucking waste of of time, effort, money, and resources to make it. Though I don't really think that we'll we'll necessarily have that problem with Back for Blood. Uh, we never had an issue any time that we we did have randos. Uh, I did. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I mean but, finding games. Oh, right, right. Because yeah. you have that crossplay, uh, though that doesn't necessarily speak for the quality of the kind of game that you're going to get when you play with people that you don't really know. It is still very much so that kind of online experience. But uh, this is again talking about a beta, you know. Yeah. Like, but you're going to have that after the beta <laughs> anyway. You know, trolls. Trolls are gonna be there. They're gonna be there. Uh, but um, overall, it is pretty easy to to work together and uh, actually get the goals that you're looking for. Uh, it's it's pretty straightforward. Just like Left 4 Dead, you're you're more or less following one solid trail or path. Uh, there's obstacles and stuff like that. You will have to deal with hordes, which are really fun to deal with. And the guns handle it exceptionally well. Uh, you have, I want to say, four different classes of, of gun before you get to the secondary. Something uh, like that. So for your primaries, you got your, your snipers, your shotguns, assault rifles. Submachine guns. Submachine guns. And then, uh, I mean, LMGs, I guess, because you have an RPK and an M249 saw. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so, and uh, the M249 is, is by far my favorite. And then, on top of that, dude, if you play games like Apex and stuff like that, and you are familiar with picking up attachments mid-game and having them immediately go on your gun, that kind of gameplay is also here. So you'll find supply crates here and there and behind some locked doors, uh, so you can kind of plan accordingly every time that you drop into a new chapter in that in whatever act you're playing uh and these these modifications on your guns it's pretty easy the the window that comes up and shows you your stats on your gun uh will show you big red arrow big green arrow and number you know and uh they use a rarity system that you're probably familiar with where white is common green is uncommon blue is rare purple is epic and orange is like legendary. legendary. Yeah. So if you've if you've played literally any looter shooter, you're Within very the past, familiar like, with this. Seven to eight years. Yeah, exactly. So uh, and, and very very cool because it changes your gun in real time. Your gun will have a silencer on it, or a longer barrel, or a compensator, an extended clip, or like um, laser sight. Laser sight. The various scopes. Oh my god, the scopes are good, man. Mm-hmm. The rifle scope is really fucking sick, especially if you're a sniper. Um, the ACOG is fine, like, especially get, if you're used. I sort to of it. get it, but um, I, I wish it didn't like give you the scopes. Having the scope itself didn't give you more weak shot, like weak point damage. Right. I it just like seems that... arbitrary. It's, I don't know. I, it just it's personal. Yeah. Personal grudge, I guess. Yeah, but I, I mean, it, it does make sense though. You sure. know, if you're trying to be more precise, you'd think that you'd get more weak spot damage. But also, if you shoot the same point with or without a scope, why wouldn't it do the same amount of damage? Right. But I mean, if you're gonna have it increase, if you're gonna have a scope increase your handling. Yeah, I mean that doesn't make sense. Yeah, but then decrease your mobility, but that makes sense because it's a bigger, bulkier thing. Sure. Um, but yeah, like having a having the option of like you know your iron sights, your hollow scope, ACOG, uh, rifle scope, and uh, high zoom. Like those those are just the scopes, but like every one of them is is great for individual guns. However, keep in mind that. Uh, when you when you have your gun, you've souped it all the way up. Like, let's say, I don't know, the first gun you grab is the M4. Like a white M4? Yeah. Out of the first room that you start in, Act 1, and you've got all this sick-ass shit, you could find a purple version of that gun, say, four chapters away. Or, you know, sooner if you're lucky. But it'll have different attachments on it. You're not going to be able to customize between those two M4s. I think I I can't don't like confirm this or yeah. don't like take this as fact, but I thought I remember hearing that they were gonna actually have it so you can uh, swap attachments. That'd be great. So like yeah, what you're taking. 
Yeah, that would that would be very very good. That would that would be a lot of uh, a lot of pain off my shoulders because sometimes I mean more more often than not you're gonna find the better attachments before you find the better gun. Mm-hmm. Finding a stronger, more rare gun is more rare than finding rare components. But that kind of makes sense. Yeah, you know you have you have four players. You you're gonna have to find more components unless you know. You're like, oh, I've got a rifle scope here. I'm using a fucking shotgun. Yeah. I don't want that. <laughs> you know? So, um, and then with the secondary weapons, while we're on weapons, before we really delve into anything else, you, so you have your primary arm and your secondary arm. Your secondary arm, you can choose from a Tech 9 as far as a submachine gun goes. Uh, otherwise, you have various handguns, whether it's an M9, a Beretta, uh, a Burst Beretta, the Deagle, um, a Magnum, like. Oh yeah, the three fifty seven as well, and then yeah, like um, Glock and Auto Glock, and then uh, the sawed off shotgun. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, and then melee weapons are also considered secondary, and we're gonna have a small block on those melee weapons uh, here shortly. And we haven't even talked about the card system yet. Yes. So uh, that being said, th- those are all the weapons. Every every gun can have different attachments. And every weapon has all the different rarities. Uh, your sidearms cannot, they don't have as many options for um, components, mod components, such as your stocks and, and your uh, ammo and so on and so forth as your primary. But there's enough there for you to be dangerous with. And it's, it's very, very good. So you can get your favorite gun and all the fixins pretty much every time that you do a run, which is really, really cool. So going into the other portion the, of, of the meat and potatoes of Back for Blood is that um, you build a deck, like a, a card deck, much like any other trading card game, uh, which sounds tedious at first, but it's actually pretty simple. Yeah, it's, it, um, it started out simple enough, but like eventually you get more and more and more of them, and they really open up uh, exactly how you can play. Yeah can change your entire uh method your uh modus operandi or operandi real quick i don't know if you noticed but whenever you picked a deck Uh at the start of every level it always picked the first card in your deck to draw yes i don't know if that's going to be how it is in the full game because right i don't know if that was like an oversight right or just something yeah because it seems like i don't know like it should just be drawing randomly but it doesn't right it didn't in the beta at least yeah, because like it was always the same one. So it's like you'd want to pick something that would that would stack. I don't think every card stacks. No, not quite. Um, yeah, because like the gold scavenger, as soon as you have that once, you have it for the whole thing, mm-hmm. or the copper scavenger. Sorry. Yeah. Um, but there is there's the fortune, the fortune finder or whatever copper finder or whatever the fuck it's called that can stack. Uh, I had it stacked literally every single fucking uh, mission in Act 1 before, and that was awesome because I was pulling in mad dough. Um, all, and then, you know, being able to purchase perks that your entire team can actually uh, benefit from when, you know, you and your party members can actually pool your money and your resources like ammo together. Yeah, which we didn't realize when we were playing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, and that's big. Yeah. That's really big because you can actually increase your overall uh, party's health. You can increase the potency of all the healing items. Like attack items. Yep. Um, like how many you can carry. Yep. How many grenades, how many bandages, how many... Like uh, utility items. Yep. Which are like defibrillators and uh, the toolkits to open up locked doors, which are where you're going to find massive stores of ammo, weapons, components, and typically first aid stations that will heal. Uh, and they'll actually take care of what this game calls trauma, which is when you get over injured and it actually brings your max health down. Uh, so having yeah, a first aid kit is like as far very, as I know, that's the only way you can get rid of it. Yeah, yeah, those first aid kits are really, really important. Not there's, the ones that you can pick up. There's but like the three ones on the walls on like the survivor difficulty, which is the game's easiest one. Yep. Or perhaps we can call it the normal difficulty. Yeah, I, I really do think it's normal, hard, uh, and then hardest. Yeah. As far as nightmare goes, and nightmare like starts throwing in like Diablo style. Uh, goofy like minion abilities like everything you shoot can explode into like balloons of acid 
Yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, there's the the shriekers, you know, that the, like screeches, yeah, that uh that sound off the alarms and and send hordes after you. There's there's all sorts of cool shit, you know, if, if there's something that you feel like you could uh, remember from the Left 4 Dead series, a lot of it has translated over. The one thing that we wish had were more varying types there, of your special types of zombies. If you're if you're talking about Left 4 Dead special infected, they're very easily distinguishable from one another. Yes, that's not quite the case with Back 4 Blood. No, not, not at this point. I mean, I'm sure if I played it longer. I would say that there's more. there's three there's, there's like two very distinct ones, and then the other ones all kind of look the same. Yeah, you have your Belcher Exploder, uh, whatever you, else they call him. It's like, uh, like Belcher, uh, Retcher. Yep, something. and Exploder. Yeah, and then you have Crusher, Bruiser, like Tallboy. Yeah. So yeah, but that's yeah. 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 I, honestly, I, I I would have to go and like look it up. And then I, and I then all forget. the other ones kind of look the same. Where you have, you have um, Stinger. Mm-hmm. Which like Stinger and Hawker, Hawker and Spitter. Hawker Spitter is the is the same one. Yeah, a- and Spitter was the name of that special infected in two, was it not? Yeah, they like pretty much was like an undead Molotov thrower. Yeah, this one is like it creates a web that like sticks you there. Now something cool that I found out was yeah you can go over there and help your friend by holding square and it takes some time for you to free them, mm-hmm. but if you melee and you have the combat knife card. It's an automatic. Just poop. There's they're free, if you just stab at it. I think it gets the rig- I think the punch works. You think the punch works? I, I never it noticed worked. that it did, but I could be wrong. Um, but yeah, so I only like, I only tried it like once or twice. But I had other people there, so maybe one of them knifed him. But right, were punching at him and yeah. So yeah, like the, these combat cards are pretty varied. You can have things that actually increase your ammo capacity, give you more grenades to use or even like increase your overall maximum health or give you items like the combat knife which uh, sadly completely beats out all yeah, melee so weapons. Yeah, let's let's talk about the melee weapons now. Yes. It's like they're cool, but like I even do you have to be like weird, strangely precise while you're using them? Yeah, the the baseball bat swings in a horizontal <laughs> yeah. kind of arching swing from although, shoulder to shoulder. Although visually, you you know you smack would, directly what's on your reticle, right in the center. Yeah, you think you'd be swing, you're swinging horizontally, but you're hitting whatever is what your reticle's pointing at. Exactly. Which I thought was, but I went back and replayed Left 4 Dead 2 recently, mm-hmm. and uh, for a lot of the melee weapons, that's also the case. But it just seems weird that. You would do that, but only right. hit a tiny space. Right. It kind of brings me back to Vermintide, where uh, the melee weapons in that were kind of perfect. But they also did hordes really well in that as well. Where, you know, like you're swiping with your sword and you're catching all the ratmen or the chaos in front of you. And, uh, you know, if you have something like you're playing the pyromancer and you have a staff that, you know, does the flame belching, mm-hmm. you know, you're able to fucking hit everybody that you're aiming at. Um of course, you know, in this you have to have your, your piercing bullets to, to really uh, hammer it through the crowd, um, which I really noticed when I used the piercing bullets in an M249 and a horde came. Oh, my fucking God. It was beautiful. But, again, it, it just renders your, your secondary as a melee weapon completely Kind of a waste of a useless. slot, especially when you take into account the special infected. Yes. Like, are you going to run into an exploding enemy and hit him with your melee weapon? That's you all die. you got. You like, will die. That's, you know, not a good idea. Yeah, cool. You don't have to use ammo. Yeah. But the thing is... You'd is have to be very careful. Very with, precise. Even more careful with how you use your ammo when it yeah. seems more practical, at least to me, yeah. at this point in the game's development. It also seemed have like... two it, firearms. It seemed like it used more stamina to swing a melee weapon than it did to actually pull out your combat knife and stab. Yeah. Another big thing, too, is that one stab with that combat knife on survivor difficulty is enough to kill any infected. Like, regardless of if you hit them in the head? Yeah, you could literally knife everyone in the gut or in the leg, uh, and they'll drop. Meanwhile, if you're using a melee weapon, it seemed like it took, like, two swings at the head. I think I was know? playing on survivor. I, I loaded into a game in progress with some randos, as Evangelo, who starts with a machete. Yep. And I, I want to say I swung like twice at something's head to finally kill it yep. with a machete. Yep. So why use it? Yeah. 
I don't know. That's that's one thing that we hope actually changes uh, when, the, yeah. when the game comes basically, out October 12th. Yeah, basically spawning into a game in progress really sucks because you yeah. won't have any weapons regardless of what the bots pick up. Yes, yep. Which sucks. Yeah, and uh, that's that includes especially any if you're upgrades. playing on something harder, mm-hmm. like you're kind of you do you're, you're kind of throwing in. everybody else too because you're not as effective. Right. Yeah, because like you have to be able to watch your teammates back as much as they have to be able to watch yours, and everyone kind of has to advance at the same rate. Mm-hmm. If you guys are splitting up, you better be two and two and have a very easy way of getting to your uh, to your teammates. So I have found on Survivor that doesn't get punished quite as much. No, but I remember playing a lot of Left 4 Dead and getting hit with like a smoker mm-hmm. and uh, no one around, and then or um, what were the stalker right? I believe hunters. Hunters. Yeah. Yes, hunters. And then of course in Left 4 Dead 2 you had the jockey, uh, so like getting jumped on and then just fucking ravished. It's it's uh, that doesn't really happen in this. Yeah. The worst thing that can happen to you is they throw like three tall boys at you. Yeah. Like which which are bullet sponges for one, especially on the harder difficulties. Mm-hmm. But also, uh, they will grab you with their giant arm and they'll there's just like, hold you there. There's depending on like what variant it is, they'll either grab you or like beat your ass. Yep. Yeah, and it will very quickly kill you. I would say, mm-hmm. uh, especially on those harder difficulties. And also something to, to note is that on hard, you take about 35% of uh, the damage done by your friendlies if they shoot you. Uh, and then I'm not, I think that Nightmare might be 100 uh, I think, or 50. I think it might have been 60. I'd have to, I mean, I don't remember, but yeah, it's, it's more. Yeah, because they don't, I can't remember if they really said on the difficulty. I think they were just like, uh, this is for real uh, veterans and uh, I'm pretty sure challenge. they laid it out, like, stat-wise. Hopefully. But yeah, so the more you play, and the harder the difficulty you play, when you clear these chapters, you're getting things called supply points. You use these supply points to unlock more cards in these supply lines um, to different places. The places don't really matter. They have names. But really what you should be paying attention to are the cards that you're unlocking. There's some really sick shit. Like, you'll, you'll like each unlock... card has their own, like, category. Like, offense, defense, mm-hmm. like, utility, utility, stamina. Yeah, I unlocked a pair of sneakers that increased my overall stamina regen, how fast I ran, gave me more health, and then something else as well. And I was like, what the fuck? Obviously, this is going to be in there. Yeah. And then, you I know, was... like, there's just... there's other things that are just fucking phenomenal I want to well. say there were some later ones that even let you carry um, two primary weapons. Yeah, yeah. Which I never got to try out. I right. I didn't get enough points, but... Yeah, yeah. I was I was kind of spreading it around, kind of looking at everything, and, like, you know, there's uh, there's the one that we saw, the Ammo Mule, which allows you to, like, hold a like, fucking you, yeah. ass load more ammo, but like you twice can't... the ammo, but... Like 20% less stamina or stamina regen or something. And then you can't carry, I think it's like a utility or like yeah. no yeah, healing. No, no, like slot five. Yeah. So like you, you can carry a shit ton of ammo and then you can drop ammo for your friends. So like if someone's full up on sniper. Yeah, like imagine you're up them from saving Private Ryan. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> except, except you, you're. You're not a huge coward. Yeah, exactly. Until the very end. Until when it's like kind of too end. late. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's kind of cool. Like well, if you too think late for about it, you, if you think about it, like, We're not you know, <laughs> like you can, um, you can ask your friend like, Hey, are you okay on sniper ammo? If they're full up, yeah, like, you can grab that shit and then you can drop it for them later. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, like if anybody got some shotgun ammo they, they're not using, I, I could use it. Right. And it's kind of interesting. There's, there's, uh, I believe or like if I had like 200 more copper, I could buy this team perk for us. Right. Yeah, exactly. And then you can just drop that copper. All the money in this is copper. <laughs> it's like if it's found in the wild, everybody gets it. Yep, that's another cool thing too. So Which, when you do separate, yeah, every and you'll it'll it's right on your fucking screen. Like so and so picked up this much. Yeah. Now that is one of the issues that we kind of had is that the HUD can get pretty cluttered pretty quick. Yeah, the UI and the HUD itself really, in my opinion, kind of need some work. Yeah, it can get a little uh, cluttered at times. You don't need as much shit there. Uh, Objective-wise, it's very small. A lot of the text is also incredibly small. I did end up turning off the, uh, like, game helper. Yeah. 
Yeah. I, I found it, um, if, like, when you got, like, teammates, like, peeing weapons, like, I don't really like to see that uh, rectangular box. Oh, yeah, yeah. From, like, 100 yards away that just mm-hmm. stays there for a long time. Yeah. I don't like seeing uh, player names unless I aim down sights. Yeah. And then it sort of fades out. It's kind of, I remember, like, there were three, like, teammates ahead of me. Mm-hmm. I was trying to step back. There was, like, a horde that kind of broke us up, and I was trying to, like, shoot individual, like, yeah, yeah like, trying to, like, get people off, but I couldn't see really what I was aiming at because all these fucking names and boxes and, like, shit was in yeah. the way. I, yeah. Though I will say that the ping system's really cool. It is. Because it is. you'll be, like, it will literally call... It won't just be, like, gun here mm-hmm. or, like, pills here. It'll be, like, we've got bandages. We've got a first aid kit. I was playing... A, we've like, got an M4. When I was playing Left 4 Dead 2 again, like, you'd find, like, a... Like a sidearm pistol. Yep. And then your character would shout, bunch of guns over here. Which you'd think you'd be like, oh, like shotgun, assault rifle, sniper. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, it's just a... Handgun. Like a, a second pistol if you don't already have one. Right. Yeah. Though I do guess they also say assault rifle here so that they didn't have to go through and be like, M4, M16. But like, Wait, so and then was, it outlines the I think the Left 4 Dead gun. 2 characters... But I was playing the Left 4 Dead 1 campaign. Yeah. It doesn't matter, but... Yeah. Yeah, uh, it's the characters in Back for Blood are a lot more detailed. And what they point like, oh, like shotgun here. Yep. AR. Yep. SMG. And then you actually get an outline of whatever gun it is shown uh, in white against black on your screen and how far away it is. Yeah, like a box with like what the weapon is. I think if what its rarity is. Yeah. Yeah. Whether it's white, blue, green, etc. Yeah, it's it's pretty it's pretty cool. And then obviously like uh, they have in-game voice chat, which is fine it's perfect we never had a single issue even using crossplay uh and it is very crisp and clear uh just overall like nothing bad to say as far as the crossplay goes and in fact it was just an absolutely amazing experience to finally be like oh shit dude we can actually play something together with all of our friends and no one has to bitch at each other about what they want to play on platforms yeah and and, the way it should be yeah the way it should be which uh yeah shout outs to quake yeah for that crossplay coming out like clutch as fuck all of a sudden yeah, going 25 years later right so uh, it's like the most love that the original quake has gotten since it released like official so exciting. <laughs> like yeah so like, as far as that goes like what exactly are like the exact changes that you're looking for we we talked about the hud we talked about the melee weapons we're mm-hmm. kind of I, I know that you had actually made a pretty fine point that i enjoyed quite a bit if you actually dropped the combat knife, but then you actually added the effectiveness, yeah, like, perhaps? Yeah, but, like, they call it your bash. Yeah. Like, the card, the knife card, replaces your bash, which is just your fist with the knife stab. Yeah. It's like, what if the melee weapon that you pick up becomes your bash? Yeah. And then, like, when you press the bash button, like, you, like, swing with it or whatever, attack with it, and then it's, like, you have that equipped. Right, yeah, and not only to... that, but it, you could still keep those individual, like, rarities of those weapons, and your bash just gets more strong yeah. as you pick up better fucking melee weapons. Because otherwise, th- like maybe, that's maybe their metrics maybe their metrics will also show them, like, no one fucking used melee weapons unless they absolutely had and nothing there else. there was, like, I don't know how many melee cards there were, but there was one that gives you, like, a charge move. Not, like, a... Yeah. Heavy, the heavy swing. attack. I don't think it was like a heavy swing, but it's like you actually like charge forward. Oh, I, I did like, see a heavy attack though um, if you hold it. Yeah. And then, but it has to be with the melee thing. And so, like, it's a big fucking swing. I thought it was one where like you like rush forward. Hmm. I thought I read somebody say like, just it's a good way to just run into the middle of the horde and get killed. Right. Yeah. Like, what the, what the fuck? There's also the one, however, I believe it's called Bloodlust, where every time you kill someone with any sort of melee attack, you get two health. Yeah. Which, which is, is awesome. pretty cool with the knife. Yeah. Because, like, if you get into an area where there's, you know, say 15 fucking zombies, and if you're light on your feet and you're stabbing at people, which should be especially easy on PC with a little clicking, mm-hmm. um, it's, it's yeah, I had the melee to bound heal. to like one of my side buttons on yeah. my mouse. It, it should be a pretty quick way to, to heal without having to use any items. And there's like a delay between when you hit it and when you swing. So if I need to like, I have like that time to make some fine adjustments to my aim. Yeah, exactly. Which I just, I got pretty good at like very quick head stabbing. Stab, 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 stab. Yeah, so uh, those are some of the changes we want. Are there any other changes that you can really think of? Um, I hope... A little more variety in the corruption cards. Yeah. Because I remember, like, when we played on Survivor, 
I think we saw like four. It was always the same one on the same levels. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, th- I think on harder difficulties it gets varied. I don't know if it still does the same ones on the mm-hmm. same levels. No one no one die. Everyone get to the safe room at the same no, time. No, but there's like ones where it's like, this level's foggy. Oh, yeah, yeah. And But like I remember when we played on Survivor, it's like, okay, like all the lights are out on this level. Oh, and yeah, you yeah. have flashlights on all the time. Also, kind of... I realize that kind of plays into that, but you don't. You have no manual control over your flashlight. Yeah, which I'm not sure like why that has to be like something that the game decides you're not worthy of deciding. Right. Let me uh, let me hit up on the D-pad. Which I'm guessing. Oh, it's so we can make the nighttime levels more, or like the Spoop. in the dark levels. You know. Yeah, some of the zombies do like you can see their eyes glowing in the dark, but not every zombie actually has like functioning eyes. Some of them have one. Some of them don't have any. I did know some of them are like trapped in the scenery that wait for you to walk close to them so they they you know require you to like pay more attention to oh yeah there stepping. are sleepers too. There are sleepers too yeah yeah which is another special but only kind of they work kind of like a hunter but they're just like stuck on a wall so if you don't like hun- look around yeah they're hunters in like the deer stands yeah and then <laughs> they jump on you yeah like if you're like looking for a deer in your stand and then you jumped on the deer and then like beat the shit out of it yeah that's that's what a sleeper is so like what do you what do you want out of the future of back for blood i i guess start I, with like release yeah real quick i mean there's there's clearly an end to the amount of um, cards that you buy. Yes. So what happened? As far as we know, um, supply points are like exclusively for these. Yes. Then if you get all the cards, then what good are your supply points? Right, and then therefore, why keep playing? Sort of, yeah. I mean, besides you know, if you just enjoy playing, but like, what's right. what? Yeah, like if you get all the cards and yeah, like what good are your supply points? Like, why does it matter? Yeah. Cause you're probably going to play through all the acts that they have available mm-hmm. at least a few times by the time that you unlock all the cards. And then you have various decks, you know, built out, whether you're playing a supply kind of style build an offensive build, a defensive build, whatever it is, whether you want to play a medic or you want to play someone who's like, like me, where I'm going to have an M249 and probably a Deagle and running around being all sorts of vicious, um, and, and probably dying a lot. I do find it concerning because the same cards go into play in the versus mode. Interesting. So it's like someone who's been playing more. Like not all players are equal. Right. Yeah. And there's there's going to be a big exploit with, on meta as well. Then in that point, one of the big complaints I feel like we should address that a lot of people are having is there's no campaign versus. Oh, interesting. Like the versus mode in the game is just like a straight up like it's sort of like it takes like the battle royale thing of like a shrinking arena. Yeah. So like if you're outside the the kill zone, you you get kill. Okay, and then so you have like literal and human like, players, and then one team plays as, as like the 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 cleaners, and then the mm-hmm. other team's the infected, and they switch turns, and who can survive the longest wins. Right. Yeah. Um. But yeah, uh, when playing as the infected though, it you can kind of cheese out shit because it's in third person camera so if you're playing as like a spitter or hawker or whatever the fuck yeah. you can just like hide and spit and then get back in yeah and hopefully keep them distracted while the big melee guys go in and yeah your crusher comes in and just fucking bonks them yeah just i don't know just seems annoying and cheap Right, yeah. There's there's definitely going to have to be some balancing, and that's that's probably one of the biggest things that's going to happen, especially like, when you're using a card system. I should say, personally, I don't really care a whole lot for the versus mode, but right. I know it's a lot of people do. Draw. And a lot of people are complaining that there's not a campaign versus, even though I I played it and I had a little bit of fun with it in Left 4 Dead 1. I never yeah. tried in 2, but... I'm not here for the PvPVE. Yeah. I'm here for it's, the PvE. Yeah, like, it is fun. Like, it's, it's cool that it's there, and, like, I know, like, that's... I think what the majority of people who are playing Left 4 Dead 2 on Steam these days are, are playing it for, but... So, I mean, you would find longevity if you mm-hmm. try and cater to that more, but... Right. That's just not how I want to play those games, I guess. Yeah, it's never been the main draw for me at all. I, I just want... I, I love the idea of a horde of things coming at me. It's why I had so much fun playing Vermintide, mm-hmm. and um, it's, it's why I loved... Left for Dead, just the fucking thrill of watching like, also, dozens and dozens and dozens of things coming at me as I would, I'm mowing them I would down. say that Vermintide then is like a good example of how you don't necessarily need a versus mode right. to have a game still be played. Yeah. Good. How many times did we play through like literally all of that? A few times. Yeah, yeah and there's there's think about it. There's there's far fewer levels 
in the Vermintide campaign than there are in, I, you know, just... I don't know if it's been confirmed. I thought I saw somebody say it in the forum, so that's mm-hmm. not a developer, obviously, but I yeah. think there's supposed to be four acts. Yeah. And if it's, like, the first one, there's eight missions in it. That's 32 levels. That's more than Left 4 Dead on release. Yeah. yeah. And that's on release. That's, okay, again, it's, uh, it's rumored, it's conjecture. Hopefully, that'd be fucking sick and mind-blowing but even with dlc and everything like that for vermintide 2 i don't think that we get close to 32 missions yeah I don't... um but those those missions were also like fucking hellacious at times especially with the things you would have to do in them uh you know like um i'm trying to think about uh like the harvest one like, that was insane. Some of their special enemies, like, depending on some of those missions are fucking awful. Like, the teleporting guys, the leeches. Yeah, I do remember, yeah, if we're talking about the, um, what was it, like, the challenge things, where it's like, oh, this whole level is in the dark. Oh, God, yeah, that shit sucked. Yeah. Yeah. Like, other than the challenge things, but I mean, like, at the end of every mission, where you have your sort of, like... Uh, oh yeah in order to get through the end of this maybe you have to break all these chains like in that skaven den Mm -hmm. and like release that bell so it like crushes down and like fucks up their whole den and like there's a giant fucking boss running around yeah like two ogres coming like rat ogres coming yeah it's fucking insane some of some of the enemies are are super nuts um but yeah anyway uh it's it's very cool to see more of these games coming. I'm really excited about Back for Blood, and I really like their where their direction is going right now. Uh, as far as like the future of it that I would want is, yeah, how do we fucking deal with the end of supply points? What is that? Do we just keep getting like essentially um, new seasons of cards? Do some cards go out a season? Like, yeah. are we talking like Magic: The Gathering? Rune Terra, you know, uh, and, and like Teppin, you know, is that where we're gonna go? Where it's like everything is the cards. So in its in essence, it is a card game that is a PVE game and a PvPVE game. Yeah, it's it's very um, very concerning later. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like on launch, we're not gonna have that issue. And like comparing it to Left 4 Dead, like Left 4 Dead kind of. I feel like I, I feel like Left 4 Dead responded to you more in terms of like how good you were doing, or if like you were staying one place too long. It's like okay, well here comes a horde because you've been yeah. wasting too much time. Yep. There is a corruption card that I ran into on like veteran mode or whatever. Yeah. Not like the hardest, not nightmare, but there was like there was like countdown. Yeah. It just said a horde and then it started counting down. Oh God. It's like when it it was like every few minutes. Yeah. So it's like that never really happened. On Survivor, though, like it was no, just Survivor. here's all the zombies in this area. Yeah. Shoot as many as you want or as you need to to get through. Yeah, Survivor is a really good place and difficulty to get your bearings. Yeah, and to understand the game and to still have fun. But I would highly recommend that after you get there and maybe you get some supply points, you you build up your own deck and you're like, oh, dude, these cards are super exciting and really fun. Then go to Veteran and and start playing on Veteran. It does seem like they're meant to be more, not necessarily based on player skill, but also more like on how how your deck is coming along. Yeah, exactly. So I, I am curious about that. Um, as far as the actual setting of the game, I didn't really touch on it. It's not incredibly important, but it is in southwest Pennsylvania on the edge of West Virginia, so that also made Aaron very excited. <laughs> You're pretty much right in the Appalachians. And... Um, it's very beautiful. So it's lots of forest. It's lots of like national see, park. I did scenery. see people complain, uh, complaining about the graphics, but it's like they're fine. I had zero problems with the graphics. What the fuck? Yeah, like it looks. It looks like a PS3 game. I was like, not really. It doesn't. I, I don't know. I, it's, it's fine. I, I don't know. I guess I don't really judge graphics anymore, anyways. Because yeah, I buy games like Dusk or. Yeah, there's a yeah you know, like, so I mean, I don't know, graphics don't really mean a whole lot to me anymore. One of these, one of these days, I'm gonna have to. Like the animations are brain. a little wonky sometimes. Sometimes, but it's also again not a huge deal. Yeah, not not at all. Like that's not a that's not a single fucking thing that I was actually paying attention to at all in the beta. I was paying attention to how much fun I was having. Right, the kind of people who uh, complain about not being able to shoot out car windows. Right. 
even though I was playing Left 4 Dead 2 and I found a car and I, you can actually shoot bullet holes in the glass in the windshield. Yeah. But you could also uh, melee out the passenger windows to like reach in. There's occasionally copper in the front seats. Yeah, the only thing that you couldn't really do was like do anything to the windshield I found. Yeah. But like you can use a melee weapon. Yeah, I don't know. But it's it's also it's just, I don't know, it's not that big of a deal. Yeah. It doesn't have anything to do with how fun it is to like fight and be fought by zombies. Right. When I see like a car window as well, I'm also really picky about how I use my ammo. So I'm always just I go up to it and melee it because right. I don't need to kill the window. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe that. Maybe I mean, that's just they're, me. Like they're, they're like cool touches if you can put them in there, but it's just like that's also a lot of like development mirrors. time. It's yeah. like mirrors. I don't expect them to work, but when they do work, I'm like, ooh. It, yeah, it does seem like a weird thing that games 20 years older than modern games have been able to pull off, but that's a different discussion. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> so overall, like, uh, we already know that there is a, a season pass that they're putting in there. There's the deluxe and then, like, the ultra big dick Ultimate, edition, yeah. which is exactly what we're both looking at, so we can get our hands on it four days earlier, yeah, but also get the season pass and... Any extra good? I mean, I just I, I just got so fucking excited playing the beta. Regardless of how the game turns out, like I, I guess I, I want to support it. Yeah, exactly. Like exactly. I know that makes me like a fucking corporate simp or whatever, but I don't really give a shit. I I had fun playing the beta. I would like to play more of that. Yeah, it's not so often that a game like this comes out with crossplay. Right. That I know I can play with my friends regardless of what platform. Yeah. I can't really play first-person shooters on like controller. No. Not anymore. I used to be able to, but not really now. <laughs> so yeah, I think I think that's that's exactly where I'm at. And uh, as far as like recommending this game, I literally recommend this to literally anyone, even if you're not an FPS guy, because it doesn't really play like an FPS. This is not Call of Duty. This is maybe a little close to like zombies in in Black Ops. Yeah, but. <laughs> It does have, I feel like it does have similarities where, like, you're just running from, like, building to building, room to room, f trying to find shit that you pick up really fast. Right, yeah. Like, any, like, footage I see of people playing, like, Call of Duty Warzone or whatever fucking Apex, whatever fucking battle royale, where you're, like, sprinting around the map, then you run in, open up a chest, and grab shit. Yep. Like, all in less than, like, a second. Yeah. And then maybe you shoot at somebody. And then you die. Yeah. Like, that was that was really cool, cool consuming all of those colors and sounds. For, for two minutes. Like, any time I see a clip of those games, that's, like, literally all it is. Yeah. So, like, picking shit up really fast and then, like, shooting at somebody. Yep. And then, like, that's it. Yeah. So, yeah, especially if you haven't played this Because the rest of the game is just, game, like, running around a giant-ass map. Yeah, especially if you haven't played this kind of game, I highly recommend you picking it up. Um, that being said, guess how much money you have to drop on this when it comes out? Uh, 60 bucks, uh, 90 bucks for the Deluxe, 99 uh, for the ultimate. Yeah. However, if you don't want to spend any dollars and you have Xbox Game Pass or Microsoft Game Pass on your PC, uh, it'll be there for free. Mm -hmm. Day of release, October 12th. If you purchase the Deluxe Edition, you get your hands on it on October 8th, I believe. I think it's the ultimate. Yeah. Yeah, the ultimate. Okay. Let's you get it four days, like get in four days early. Yeah. I believe that's for the final date. So game comes out October 12th. So mm -hmm. I believe that would mean that I haven't confirmed it, confirmed it. Yeah. But, yeah, you should be able to play the game October 8th if you get the Ultimate Edition. Yeah. So, and uh, if you do that, you have a friends list of all of your Back for Blood friends as well. Uh, none of the stuff that anyone did in the beta is going to carry over. So it doesn't matter if you didn't get in on the open beta. You're going to be able to still step out right on the same level as everybody else. But again, with a game that's PvE, it doesn't matter as long as you're having fun. The only reason why I wouldn't recommend this game is if you've played games like Vermintide 2, like Left 4 Dead 2, or any of these other kind of horde shooters, as I'm sure that they have a better name, but I don't know it. Uh, if you've played those before and you fucking hate them, this is right up there with the best of them. Uh, for all of the reasons that make the other things good in that same genre. So you're not going to find things much different here. Uh, lots of guns, lots of enemies, uh, lots of bosses and, and, you know, things you got to do like setting up bombs and blowing up ships and, 
you know, running down areas full of monsters that you shouldn't fight, things like that. Um, so if you don't like that genre, then you're probably not going to find something that's brand new to you here. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't. I wouldn't say it, it doesn't reinvent the wheel anywhere, really. But it, yeah, it's it's got a fun factor. Yeah, it, it absolutely. Yeah, it definitely tickled the sweet spot for me. Do you have any closing thoughts, Brent? Um, uh, it almost seems like uh, there should be like a a horde type like maps. Yeah, where you you're meant to just defend a certain area. Yeah, and then that's where like the card thing would come in. Right, yeah, that church got there close, but I never really experienced any point in which I was actually freaking out. Yeah, and also, um, I feel like Left 4 Dead 2 had a better, like, soundtrack. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like that, I, last night, I played through uh, the Parish chapter in Left 4 Dead 2, and uh, that's like, I don't know, that level still kicks ass. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like the one where you have to, like, go through that uh, CDC checkpoint. Oh God, yeah! I forgot like you about close that. the door behind you, you're in that like sealed room, and then you have mm-hmm. to open it up, but that sets an alarm. Yeah, and you got to run through like a fenced line. Yeah, and like all the other cars and shit like that are also around. There's like a right. there's like a it's in like the parking lot of like a supermarket. Yes, yeah, yeah. And you have to like climb up this like military barricade to shut off the alarm. Yeah, yeah. Because I remember like the walkways, the catwalk style things as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was fucking... Like, every time I played a And then the last Dead mission map, where you have to run across that fucking bridge to get to the helicopter. Yeah, every time I played a Left 4 Dead map, there was like just such a, a crushing air of despair and, and gave me such agency to push forward. Yeah, that I haven't quite felt as much in Back for Blood. Yeah, but I also feel like I have all the tools of destruction that I need. Mm-hmm. And um, on top of that, not having a whole bunch of different types of special infected mean I don't have a ton of different obstacles. I did also find at the end of that campaign, uh, there were a total of 27 jockeys that we had to kill throughout that whole... You know, my one closing thought that I need to pull then. <laughs> yeah. The, the the final act. That's just those. Or the final. That, that particular special infected. Yeah, go that, ahead. That mission at the end of act one in the beta, I was actually never able to experience because it kept glitching. Yeah. And, and by that, I mean that you're supposed to blow up a mine shaft with a howitzer, which is pretty cool. You got to do a really long, dumb fucking uh, like loading, animation. Like like shell ejecting and reloading yes and uh so like and there's howitzer shells all over the map in which you have to load them and then fire them uh and you're supposed to be getting overwhelmed with infected so you three people are supposed to essentially keep one person safe at all times while they do this so that you can blow up the mine by hitting it five times and then everyone leaves or evacuates in the humvee um However, the two times that I actually reached the end of that mission, no monsters spawned. (laughs) Actually, the second time, two monsters spawned, and they were stuck in, like, an enemy spawn tunnel. Yeah. And uh, I just stared at them. Mm -hmm. It was was very fucking strange. Um, I think I had it actually play out the way it was supposed to, like, maybe once, maybe twice. And then, of course, every time one of the characters was, you know, up on the top uh, in the gun turret... And uh, the animation for the Humvee leaving was, like, a little, like, scritchy-scratchy, you know, and uh, not quite finished. And that person in the gunner turret, uh, their model was, like, left standing, floating in the air. Like, might as well have been T-posing. Yeah. Also, uh, yeah, the uh, bot AI, it's probably not something that's going to be worked on. Because, honestly, it's really not much better than Left 4 Dead's. Right, but it's also a difficult thing to kind of tune up. That, and it's also actually a little worse than Left 4 Dead's at this point. Um, yeah, we've we've seen the two of us trying to just play alone. We've had a bot literally stare at a zombie while it mauled him to death. Yeah. Uh, we've started out chapters where so, our two bots die. Sometimes they have uh, a hard time. three minutes of leaving the door. Yeah. Sometimes they have a hard time just straight up, like, uh, freeing you from something's grasp, so they'll just run up to you and watch you get your ass beat. Yeah, smiling. Yeah, uh, we had uh, we had one like we set up a, a mini gun. Oh god, yeah. Like at about a third into the level, and then it did not want to get out of that mini gun. And we reached the end of the level, 
and, and then couldn't complete it because they wouldn't get in the fucking safe house. And it was so late by the time that like we were hoping that he was going to show up. We I just like left. I had to work in the morning. Yeah. Also, if it was left for dead, that AI would have been dead. Mm-hmm. But would like they would have been picked off. Yeah, and then we would have been able to finish. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, instead they were just stuck there, just never going to move. And it was a it was an area where like you couldn't um get back up to. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, was, I couldn't go in there and, like, assassinate him. Yeah. Even though I think we were playing on Survivor, so no matter how many times I shot. Um, there needs to be um, a way to deal with trolls, because from what I understand, like, I didn't host this match. Yeah. But I did get into one with randos where um, we had some guy come in as, like, our fourth who decided it'd be cool to start, like, deliberately shooting everybody. Great. So, like, we all kind of had this unspoken understanding, like, okay, this guy needs to go. So we all just, like, turned on him and, like, laid him out. And then, you know, we were on our way. And then, like, at the end of that level, everybody just left the game. Yeah. It's like, we had, like, a pretty good thing going. Yeah. Without having to, like, speak to each other, we seemed to have, like, a good understanding of, like, how to help each other and how to play the game. Right. And then some guy came and shat on it. Yeah, of course. And I don't, so, like, I don't know if the host could have kicked him. Right. Or, like, there could have initiated a vote. Mm-hmm. And even then, like, that then replaces them with a bot. Yep. Until someone else drops in. And then whoever drops in is left with whatever starting weapon. Yep. You do, um, if, if uh, so, like, if we start in, like, the sixth level. Yeah. And that's when they came in. Yeah. And we're actually starting that level. Then they would be able to choose, like, that many cards. Yep. Up to that point. So it's like, okay, cool, like, you get to pick, like, all these cards to start out, some of which may, you know, benefit the whole party. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, that's cool, but it's, and also it's like, yeah, like... Need some rework. There, there are lives. Yeah. So you have to deal with a troll mm-hmm. who's fucking up your entire run. Yeah. And then, yeah. It's, when it comes down to it, you're probably going to have the best experience playing this with a... Uh, people that you no Discord and, voice chat or in-game voice chat with with friends. Yeah, with people that you know you actually know and are no aren't gonna you know fuck shit up on your you. night. Yeah, and if you do, it's like everybody's kind of in on it. You know, if that's where you want to go with it, that's yeah. Yeah, like, which yeah, that's that's never gonna change. That's that's online video games. Yeah, but yeah, I think that that pretty much sums up my thoughts on Back for Blood. It's, do you have anything? It's yeah, extremely promising. Um, it seems like it. It seems like a lot of the problems I have with it aren't really things that'll get fixed in like the two months up to its release. Right. But also, you know, I feel like down the line, because I mean, Left 4 Dead 2, what it is now, it's um like the four or five vanilla Left 4 Dead 2 chapters, The yeah. Passing, which was like a DLC chapter for Left 4 Dead 2. Um, the four Left 4 Dead 1 chapters are in Left 4 Dead 2. Yep. Um, with the... With the um, there was like the, uh, I think it was called the passing or something. There was like there was like a before Left 4 Dead 2 came out. There was a DLC campaign. There was like two missions, mm-hmm. which people were kind of pissed about because it was like ten bucks, and they thought it was yeah, blah blah blah. And there was like two more, like campaigns that came out for like Left 4 Dead One and Two. So it's like okay. twelve campaigns. Yeah. Um, they added weapons with a recent update from like 2020. Really? Mm-hmm. That had, like, Counter-Strike source weapons. Oh, that's cool. Like the Scout Sniper, the Op Sniper, the MP5 submachine gun, the uh, 552 Commando assault rifle, uh, the Knife. Really? Yeah. Wow. Guess so that, what, guess what still... I'm saying is this game has had so much support mm-hmm. after launch that that's part of why Left 4 Dead 2 is still so great. Yeah. Because it's had all the support. That, and with Left 4 Dead 2's, uh, you know, user-made mods. Yes, yeah. That Back for Blood isn't going to have, which is probably more of a Warner Brothers thing. Yeah, and also a PlayStation thing as well. That too, maybe, yeah. But unless un- until you get like uh, the you can use the Bethesda mod store. Yeah. <laughs> Saying there's just been so much that Left 4 Dead players have been able to enjoy that I hope Back for Blood can kind of approach. Yeah. What if what made that so great? Yeah. Like, long-time support that it could be, you know, still, like, years down the road, one of the best co-op games that you could be playing. That's what I hope 
uh, for Back for Blood. Yeah, as soon as we run out of uh, reasons to gain more supply points or things to spend supply points on, you'd hope that there's simply just more gameplay to be had. Like some kind of something that you know, like as like soulless as it sounds, some way to entice you back into the grind. Yeah, that's actually yeah. fun and not just a you know like an obligation or a chore to play a video game. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Otherwise, I think that that's basically a failure on on everyone's part. But uh, yeah, if you're gonna be picking up Back for Blood, you should hit us up. And if you uh, check the show notes, you'll see both of our Twitch channels are there. Uh, you'll be able to watch us likely playing a lot of that together come October eighth, uh, as we are going to be in the early access for that. And uh, go ahead and drop us a line. We just really wanted to talk to you guys about Back for Blood. Um, at this point, we don't know what we're going to cover next as far as the movie goes, but if you have a recommendation, as always, you can go ahead and email us at podcastfor2people at gmail.com. Uh, and, um, I don't know, give us a review or something like that on, uh, Apple podcast or, you know, wherever the hell you like to listen to us. Maybe some more people will come in and give us other recommendations for movies. Uh, we like cool shit. We know that you guys like cool shit. You're here listening to us cool folks, so... They were definitely cool. We yeah, know what that is. We're fucking rad. So tell us about the cool shit that you like, so we can enjoy it too. Anyway, thanks for listening to our take on Back for Blood. We're super excited about it. I hope that this maybe helped you either decide to be excited about it, or decide to help you dodge it, if that is exactly what you're going to do. Anything else from you, Brad? Uh, not, I don't know, yeah. Pretty much said everything. Yeah? Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. Until next time. Yeah, boy! That's the longest yeah, boy I can go.